Welcome to the Let the Bible Decide broadcast. This broadcast is brought to you by members of the Locust Grove Church of Christ who meet at 240 Bersheba Church Road, Locust Grove, Georgia, 30248. Feel free to visit us on the web at www.locustgrovechurchofchrist.com or come by to one of our services. Our Sunday worship services or at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. We have a Monday night Bible class at 7 p.m. and a Wednesday morning Bible class at 11 and a Wednesday evening Bible class at 7 p.m. Feel free to give us a call at 770-957-6999 or 678-994-4668. For additional information. Now, let us begin our study and see what the Bible has to say regarding matters of doctrine. What is Bible obedience to the gospel? What is Bible obedience to the gospel? After Jesus had died for our sins, and was resurrected, and just before he ascended into heaven, he commanded his apostles in Mark chapter 16, 15 through 16. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized shall be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Our Lord wanted the gospel preached to everyone, everyone. The word gospel literally means good news or good tidings. And he wanted this good news spread out all across the world to every man. In Romans chapter 1, verse 16, the apostle Paul says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. For we see that the gospel of Christ is God's only power unto salvation. It is by the gospel or good news that God saves us. What does the Bible say about that gospel that saves us? In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 through 4, Paul is reminding the church at Corinth about the gospel when he says, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached to you, which also you received, and in which you stand by which also you are saved. If you hold fast that word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you, first of all, 
that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. Here we see that Paul was reminding them of the gospel in which Christ died and was buried and was raised again on the third day. Also notice, they were saved by the gospel. So the good news of the gospel is the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Why then is the death of Christ good news? The good news of the death of Christ is that Christ has died for us. Taking our punishment and now God can be just in saving us. Without his death, we would all be doomed for eternal punishment and no one could be saved. Even though the death of Christ is a terrible thing to have happen, it is good news to us. We read in 1 John chapter 4, verse 10, And this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us, and sent his Son to be the perpetuation for our sins. Christ had to be buried since he died. Then, after three days, Christ was raised up from the dead. We read in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 14, And God both raised up the Lord and will also raise up us by his own power. So why is the resurrection of Christ the gospel or good news? The good news of the resurrection of Christ is that since God was able to raise up Christ, he will also raise us up from the dead. Jesus says in John 11 and 25, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. So the gospel is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. This is certainly good news and should be received as good news by every man. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 7 through 9, we read, When the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven with his mighty angels and flaming fire, taking vengeance on those who do not know God and on those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. Here we see that the vengeance, the vengeance will be taken on those who obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. The gospel, as we have seen, is the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord. So here's a question. How do we obey the death, 
burial, and resurrection of our Lord so that vengeance will not be taken on us. We are given the answer of how to obey the gospel in Romans chapter 6, verses 3 through 5, which says, Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism. Let me say that again. Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism, not by faith only, not by praying, but we were buried with him through baptism into death. That just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if, for if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. So here we see that we are baptized into his death. We are buried with him through baptism. And then just as Christ was raised up from the dead, we also are to be raised up to walk in newness of life after baptism. There must be a death, burial, and resurrection before this new life is possible. Only in baptism does our old sinful person die and our new person rises free from sin. We are transformed from death to life. We become new creatures. Continuing in the sixth chapter of Romans, we read in verses 17 and 18, but God be thanked that you were the servants of sin, but you have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered you. Being then made free from sin, you became the servants of righteousness. So we see that when people obey that form of doctrine, that is a form of the Lord's death, burial, and resurrection, when they are baptized, that they are at that point then made free from sin and become the servants of righteousness. Question. Have you obeyed the gospel by being baptized into his death, being buried in his baptism with him, and then being raised with him up out of the watery grave of baptism to walk in a newness of life? If your baptism was not for the purpose of making you free from sin so that you can be saved, then you haven't obeyed the gospel of Christ. You haven't been made free from sin. As we have already seen, the Lord will take vengeance on all those who obey not the gospel 
of Christ. If you haven't, why haven't you? If you haven't, why don't you correct your situation and make things right? Don't put it off. Satan wants you to put off making the right decision. The reason that so much time and detail has been spent on the subject of baptism during these broadcasts is because of all the different perversions and distortions of baptism that are floating around in our world that men have come up with, with which we are different from what God has said in the Bible. We find so many different teachings, but we hold true to the Bible. We are willing to allow the Bible to decide so that we may lead you to the truth. And Jesus said in John 8, and ye shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. The tragedy is that this will cause people to lose their soul by not following what the Bible teaches. The tragedy is that when you allow what a man say, supersede and overrule what the Bible has to say. The gospel is being perverted today just as it was perverted in the first century. Paul says in Galatians 1, 6 through 8, I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel, which is not another, but there be some who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what you have received or what has been preached to you already, let him be a curse. People pervert the gospel of Christ today when they attempt to make changes in God's plan to save man to suit themselves and for financial gain. We have been discussing these perversions throughout many lessons. Why not let the Bible decide? It is a serious matter with God to have his gospel perverted and it will not go unnoticed. We encourage you to contact us or come by and visit with us. Give us a call 770-957-6999 and let the Bible decide. Thank you for tuning in.